Thanks for joining us for another Family Life Today program brought to you Monday to Friday by Power to Change. I'm sure you'll hear something today that could give you a fresh perspective on your marriage or family situation. Be encouraged as we join Dave and Ann Wilson. What are you excited about? Come on, tell me something you're excited about. This is the year that... What? I have no idea. I have you know no idea. Let's this start is, over. This is the year that the Lions win the Super Bowl. That's what I'm thinking. It won't be next month in February. So you're but doing it will stand-up be, this year, then. It'll be stand-up 2024. Comedy. No, this is the year that we Wait, get to introduce. Wait, let's start over. I'm doing it right now. Oh, this, okay. is, this is real. Okay. We get to introduce our listeners to a whole network of podcasts that I don't think a lot of our audience even knows exist. And they're amazing podcasts that will be super helpful. And because it's a new year, it's a great time to introduce like some new listening, some ways to draw closer to God, to our families, to our kids. And guys a lot better than us as podcasters. They're sitting in the room. We got Brian Goins in the in the house with Married with Benefits. And, mm-hmm. and I'm going to have you introduce yourself, but I thought I'd do it a little different. We got Ron Deal with Family Life Blended. Mm-hmm. We've got Shelby the Abbott, Shelby mm-hmm. Abbott with Real Life Loading. <laughs> Here's what I thought would be fun to do. Ron, you introduce us to Brian. Oh, my goodness. Brian, wow. you introduced us to Shelby, and Shelby can introduce Ron. I'd Do love I get to, to go first? Yeah, Ron, introduce Brian Goins. Brian's is a friend. <laughs> I, I like Brian. I actually like Brian. Oh, he, and, he and his wife, Jen, have been with Family Life for a long time, speak on the weekend, remember, speaker team. Uh, Brian's been doing this podcast that he can say a little bit more about. We're going to hear clips from. Uh, but he leads a lot of creative thought around content and vision and uh, how Family Life can better reach into the world and make a difference for the kingdom. Mm. Wow, that's Man, good. That's that's good. Right. That's yeah, good. Good. No pressure, that. guys. Yeah, now you exactly. got You got to one up that. You got. I just met Shelby. This is, this <laughs> really? is great. I hear you don't know Shelby. <laughs> Brian was my boss for like two years. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I never saw the guy. Virtually, I yeah. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. It, was, it was it was pre-COVID, and we still never saw each other because he's up in Philly. Yeah. But Shelby's going with crew for what? How long? Like your whole life? Twenty-three years. You have such a passion for the next generation, and that's what I love about this podcast. Is it's really about how do we help prepare people for relationships. We don't have those skills coming into marriage. And if we just try to get them at the point of marriage, we've already lost them. And so I love that your energy and passion is around how to reach the next generation, which you've been doing ever since you started with group. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Brian. Ron Deal, I've heard his name for several years before I even got involved with Family Life. And the specialty, the lane that he's in is one of the lanes that is so vital to be able to interject, speak to, communicate gospel truth. And you've been doing that as a writer, as a podcaster, as a speaker with family life for several years now. I know that you've been extremely beneficial, not only to me, but to many other families who are in a world that they sometimes feel neglected. Mm. Uh, they sometimes feel that that normal, quote unquote, family content is not directed at them. And you have take that flipped it on its head and weaponized it in a way that utilizes the gospel to speak into people's lives and helps them to love Jesus and love each other more as husband and wife in blended families. Wow. Shelby, we mm-hmm. introduced us, man. That was like, <laughs> wow. Hey, you guys are really good. You should have your own podcast. Hey, <laughs> I, I got to tell you, I interviewed Shelby for the Family Life Blended podcast. He was one of our episodes. We, we have a series called Growing Up in a Blender, where mm-hmm. we interview uh, young adults and adults about their life growing up in a blended family. Very compelling 
really insightful interview that I did with Shelby. I would encourage people to go out and find it. You'll learn a whole lot about him, mm-hmm. about his where he comes from, and what makes him tick. It was awesome. Yeah, and each of your podcasts are very unique. Mm-hmm. They're really similar because it's about marriage and family, but very different and distinct to a different audience. And so today we get to introduce our audience hmm. to all three of you. So we're going to start with Ron with Family Life Blended and hear a clip. Um, I'm not even going to set it up. It'll set itself up and then let's just respond. Hey, welcome. This is Family Life Blended and I'm Ron Deal. This donor-supported podcast helps blended families and those who love them pursue the relationships that matter most. When we're talking about blended families, I know that for years, when it came to Christmas and birthdays, I was making up for them being in a blended family. We were overbuying, overspending, over-celebrating, and I may have had a little competition going on with their mom. It was my own need to be loved and accepted by these very important people in my life who I felt so much rejection from. And when I could finally kind of calm down and say, the stuff doesn't represent our love. It just doesn't. When I finally had to get to the place of this is not going to happen overnight, this is going to take years. We've heard from other families that five years can really make a difference. And we got to a point where my stepson would not participate in our wedding. He just, he refused to. He didn't want to be there. He wouldn't come to our wedding unless his mom came. I mean, it's a whole bunch of mess to the place where he's called me for advice to the place where he's gotten off the phone with his dad to talk to me to find out how I'm doing. I never thought we would get to that place. So I had to calm down with the stuff and just understand that it takes some time to build into that place. I think that's so helpful to hear someone's honest interpretation about what they're dealing with as a stepmom and then even trying to understand their stepson. Like I remember my stepsister at my parents' wedding when I was six and I remember her being sad the whole time. In fact, the wedding pictures with all of us as a family, her eyes are puffy and red and tear-stained. And that is the reality for a lot of kids out there as they're seeing the quote-unquote finality of the death of the hope of their parents getting back together. And so I appreciated that clip in so many different ways, knowing also that there's hope on the other side. It just takes time. Yeah. Yeah, I think one of the things I appreciate you, Ron, is that you were able to paint the picture of what a family that maybe, like I know for me, I've not been in that situation. I didn't grow up in that situation. But it gets painted so clearly on your podcast. I now have the confidence to walk in Mm -hmm. and have a conversation with somebody and ask the questions that might help uncork what's going on in their hearts. And so what I love about the Blended Podcast is that it helps me identify with people that are right in my neighborhood, right in my corner of the world, but I may not have the kind of the the info I need to be able to go in and have an honest conversation with them. I'm thinking of other women just hearing that even as a stepmom thinking that's happened to someone else too. Mm -hmm. I'm not alone. Like this can be normal for families that are blending and adjusting. And it makes you have hope like, okay, 
So someone else has gone through this. I'm not alone in it. And that feels good. We had Kathy Lip uh, speak at the last Blended and Blessed event, live streamed to the world. And she talked about a little bit further um, around some of the themes we just heard in this clip. This idea that, man, it started difficult, started challenging, had a stepson that wouldn't even come to the wedding. And now... They have a relationship where he calls her for advice. Mm -hmm. I mean, that tells you the level of trust that he has in her. And that's the message we want blended families to hear. Yeah, Mm -hmm. there's some speed bumps. Like, who hasn't had speed bumps in the midst of life and parenting and whatnot? We all have. Mm -hmm. And if we hang in there, we keep going, walk faithfully with God, trust things get smoother. Then you get to those places where you see the the reward uh, and the payoff of the relationships. And that's a beautiful day. We have another podcast we're going to introduce you to. Brian, your podcast, Married with Benefits. I guess you can respond later, but we want to hear a little clip from yours, and then we can all uh, take shots at it. That'd be great. (laughs) Welcome to the Family Life Podcast Network. I'm Brian Goins, host of Married with Benefits, where we're passionate about discovering the benefits of saying, I do. This week, we're here with Shanti Feldhahn, Harvard-trained researcher, author, marriage speaker. You know, this is probably the number one question that Shanti gets after every conference that she does, and that is, how can I help my husband hear me? He always seems to go right into Mr. Fix-It mode. Well, I can fix that problem for you. Or really, Shanti can. She's got some tips to help you feel heard every time. Do you remember the video, the nail, the, yes, the nail video? Like absolutely. That's, that, that is one of the funniest videos, I think. Now, how is you as a woman watching that? Did you relate to it? You're okay. like, oh, this is here. Oh, come on. She's an idiot. She's got the nail in her head. And for those that if you haven't seen it, if you just look on YouTube, look up the nail. It's not about the nail. It's not about the nail. Yeah. You'll find it. It's hilarious. Um, but how did you feel watching it as so, a woman? Here's the thing. Okay, every woman thinks it's hilarious, too. But we're also like, you're not getting it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because and, – and the title of that, It's Not About the Nail, is actually the, the case. And here is what guys don't get, okay? And so, ladies, this is what now you can share with your husband because this is truly what men don't understand. Mm-hmm. When you say, I don't want you to fix it. I just want you to listen to your husband. He is – I guarantee you because I've talked to thousands of men about this. <laughs> he is thinking to himself – I have been listening for 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you right. mean? I, I don't, I just want you to listen. Right. Like, I've already been listening. Mm-hmm. And here's what the difference is, is that they don't realize that for us as women, what that means is I want you to listen to my feelings. Hmm. And here is the hard part for a guy. And when Jeff and I do marriage conferences, we see the men all lean forward when I explain, here is, here's what you need to do. Guys, you have trained yourself and you can tell your husband this. You've trained yourself your whole life that emotions and feelings and all those jangling feelings are going to kind of get in the way of solving the actual problem, Mm -hmm. what you think is the actual problem, which is the splinter. It's, you know, the boss embarrassed her in front of all of her colleagues, and she's upset. She's talking about it evening. And so you're like, okay, we have got to let's set all these emotions aside because we got to figure this out. What are you going to do? What are you going to do tomorrow when you walk into the office so you get into this, Mm -hmm. like, go-to mode? And instead, guys, what you need to realize is that all those jangling emotions that you're trying to filter out in order to get to the problem, those emotions are what she most wants you to listen to. And so if you can tell your husband, I know this is going to sound really strange, but I want you to ignore the actual problem for a minute. I want you to set that aside, that Mm -hmm. step two, 
step one is truly focus in on all these feelings that I have. Okay. Well, as the guy, like, how do I do this? Uh, notice who's laughing right now. <laughs> the woman at the table. Because Shanti kept talking and explaining. But, Brian, I think that's the thing I love about you and Shanti. You get super practical. Mm-hmm. In marriage, we're wondering, like, what do I do? And you guys so often answer that in a biblical way Mm. that's so helpful for marriages. I Just listening to that, every woman is like, I need my husband to hear this, (laughs) and I need to listen. I want to know what a jangling emotion is. Yeah, that is an interesting emotion. I I don't know. I was trying to listen for the answer. (laughs) (laughs) Just these emotions that are out there that that we're supposed to try to bring in. And do you have any idea what yeah, a jangling... Yeah, they're, they're out there, you guys. They're just jangling around, and you have to kind of pick them up. In other words, it's work. You have to try yes. to chase that thing down, mm-hmm. whatever it is. I mean, I uh, you've heard this, and I won't go into details. It's in our vertical marriage small group curriculum thing, but the day that Ann was sharing a bad day, mm-hmm. I go upstairs. I had oh, yeah. told him, I'm I having pray. the worst day. Mm-hmm. It's been terrible. Yeah, he goes upstairs, he prays, and he comes down with a piece of paper. And I hand it to her, literally like this is from God. And I thought... You have the answer. Here, yeah. here are the tablets here it that is. come down no. from Mount, yeah, exactly. from Mount Bedroom. I, down. <laughs> I thought he wrote me a love letter, like an encouraging note of, you're the best mom, you're a great wife. And so I took it like, oh, hon, thank you. And it's numbered one to ten. I thought, oh, these are ten reasons why I'm a good mom. <laughs> and so number one says... Get more organized. <laughs> so and helpful. I'm like, what? How sensitive. And then number mm-hmm. two said, use your time. That's enough. You don't need to know what I said. <laughs> I, I, tell, tell him what you did I'm, with it. I said, you think this is like a joke? Is this for real? And he goes, I prayed about that. That's from mm-hmm. God. And I said, that is from Satan. And I ripped it up and I threw it in the face. She threw it in my face. And it was what Shanti just explained. Mm-hmm. Yes. That was the first time I'd ever heard it because I said, I, I was that naive. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm embarrassed to admit it, but I was like, yeah. that's not helpful. And she's like, no, this is what's helpful. And that's the first time I ever heard what The goal said. of connecting into those feelings is uh, connecting hearts. Mm. Connectication, right, is really what this is that, communication is. That a word? Is that it's not a word? real word. It is not. Uh, it is not. <laughs> I'm going to use that. You know, it's like um, you <laughs> didn't connect. You disconnected. Definitely. So literally, she was downstairs and you were upstairs. There's a metaphor for you, right? You're in two totally different places rather than really. So this. I get it, man. This communication thing and trying to dig and what's the emotion? What is, what is she really saying underneath all these words? That's a challenge, but it's gold. When yeah, you're like I can say that's so practical. It is. And, and well, Shanti does a great job with that. I mean, she's a Harvard trained researcher. I mean, we're we're bringing in the brain trust because I've got so many weaknesses. So we bring somebody else in that can add a lot of value in that moment. I think the thing that was highlighting it was huge for me was when she said the first part of fixing a problem is actually understanding the emotion. Mm-hmm. Like we tend to separate those two yeah. mm-hmm. versus go, no, that's step one. Mm-hmm. And then we talk about how, but really step two, we don't want late, you know, and again, these are generalities. Not, that's not true for everyone. Right. Right, right. But step two is then invite the guy in to actually help. Okay, now what could we do? Once we understand the emotion, now let's, if, if there's a desire, let's work on what the problem one is. Of, one of the things that I think that for young people in particular, they can listen to this kind of stuff and just, immediately tune out because they go, I'm not married. This doesn't apply to me. I'm not going to pay attention. But as I process this through an 18 to like 28 year old lens, this stuff is gold. Mm-hmm. This You don't learn how to be a good husband or a good wife when you put the ring on. You can actually start 
to pregame, so to speak, mm-hmm. and learn all these things. If you're listening to these kind of things as a single person or young married, you don't have to have those problems in the future. You can deal with them right now and start to learn how to listen yeah. right now. You mentioned emotion, what's going on here, and that there's something behind what people are saying. You become an all-around better human being when you learn how to communicate well. doesn't matter what demographic you Well, are. let's listen right now to your podcast, Real Life Loading. You just set it up. We got to listen. Let's listen and let's hear about your discussion with uh, how this applies to the next generation. Somewhat anxious, always authentic. This is Real Life Loading. I'm your host, Shelby Abbott. And our desire with this podcast is to help guide you toward the life-changing power of Jesus for relationships in a constantly shifting culture. We're called Real Life Loading dot dot dot. And those three dots at the end of our title are super significant. The dots describe being in process. We haven't arrived. We're very much in a state of loading. And it's my job to be a trusted friend, to come alongside you and help you walk with God closely in the humor and hardship of life. Now, today I get to talk with a relatively new friend of mine, Recab Gray. Obviously, the culture is pretty antagonistic Mm -hmm. toward Christians in general. How do we continue to live for Christ Mm -hmm. when the culture is so anti-Christ? Yeah, I I think um, the culture is sadly anti-Christ, not only for the same reasons that they were anti-Christ in the time where Peter was writing to the church. (laughs) One of the things that we know historically is that they had just gone through crazy persecution and were smack dab in the middle of it. There is a passage, I believe it's in chapter four, where he says, let none of you suffer as meddlers or thieves or evildoers. But if anyone suffers as a Christian, let him not at all be ashamed, but let him glorify God in that name. Okay. So he makes a distinction. There is a joy that can only come when you're actually being persecuted for the name of Christ. But we need to be careful and also own the fact that a lot of the reason why the culture is anti-Christ is because Christians have been anti-love. Hmm. Just to give like a, a simple example, you know, illustration, you talked a little bit about baseball. So like, you know, is the difference between bat and lead off and then like batting last, <laughs> right? Yep. Uh, you lead off second, third, you want some some Jews who know yep. what they're doing, yep. you know what I'm saying? Uh, you're nine, you you good. I mean, pitcher, yeah, yeah you, you're pitcher, right? So it's like it's like, all right, we'll we'll work with you, whatever, right. whatever happens, kind of happens, right. right? But for the most part, the ninth is following the suit of all all the rest. I think that the church has been batting ninth when it comes to issues of compassion and justice for like far too long. Mm. And the culture is like calling us out. That message right there is so good. Not just for, I, I mean, I'm glad you're speaking your audiences to, to the next generation and to those that are over that 18 to 28. But it's like, man, all of us need that word. Mm-hmm. Well, in First Peter, you think about it, it's all about being exiles in Babylon. Yeah. And, and more and more, that's what it's starting to feel like. Yeah. And instead of being fearful, even like how you say uh, at the beginning of your podcast, you know, we're, we're a little anxious. Mm-hmm. But it's like, we shouldn't be fearful. You know, yeah, we feel that anxiety, but yet let's, how do we move into that with faith? And what I heard him talk about was leading with love Mm -hmm. instead of leading with 
Judgment. Judgment. Mm. Challenge. Calling people out for the group that they may fit into or the way they identify themselves and just sort of going social political real fast and attacking that as if that somehow earns us influence in their lives. No, uh, that just fuels whatever fire they have back at us. You know, we're losing influence when we take that posture to begin with. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things I heard is I heard a younger person talking about their world and wanting to make an impact for Christ. I've often said as a pastor for 30 years, I often said uh, on our on our stage to the older people at our church, if we do not understand the next generation and if we don't fill this place with 20 and 30 year olds, this church will die mm-hmm. yep. in yeah. 20, 25 years. And it'll be known as, wow, one member and it's dead. Yep. And you know what I often felt from the older generation? Defensiveness. Yeah. Even here in that clip, a mm-hmm. lot of peers my age would say, we love people. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? Rather than going, we are batting ninth. Yeah. And so I, initially you would think, oh, real life loading's for the next generation. It is. But our generation should be listening yeah. to this because it helps us understand our kids, our legacy, and what God's doing in the world right now mm-hmm. in a time that we're going to pass on. So yeah, that's what I heard. I was like, wow, that's beautiful. Yeah, the beauty of it, too, is we're airing as a podcast for young people, but we're also airing on the weekends on radio. And so this is an opportunity for parents and grandparents to be able to listen in and eavesdrop on the conversations that young people are having and help be part of the solution, which is why I'm so excited about it. We want to thank Dave and Ann Wilson and their team for another edition of Family Life Today. Although our programs are produced in America, the issues facing families like forgiveness, communication and taking care of our kids transcend national borders. These issues profoundly affect relationships everywhere. In Australia, family life is known as power to change and our mission is to effectively develop godly families, the kind of families that change the world one home at a time. A key part of our mission includes strengthening marriages and families all around the world. We want to do whatever we can to bring timeless truths to the challenges you face as you seek to strengthen your family and join us in changing the world. We hope you've been encouraged by what you've heard and we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at radio at powertochange.org.au. Our website is families.powertochange.org.au where you can check out articles and many other resources on marriage and family well-being. We hope you can join us tomorrow at the same time for another Family Life Today. Thank you.